0: Jameis is playing with four fractures in his back, which I didn't realise before he threw all those picks.
1: Is that like from when he started his career?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Three fractures in his back and two fractures in his eyes. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) he had that forever. (laughs) That would explain a lot.
3: Welcome to the world famous Long Snapper podcast. You love that, Mark, don't you? I do because we are world famous. Well, we're we've been listened to in a surprising amount of countries in the world, including, um, I believe, Syria. Oh, you know good. It's bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> can we be I mean, the,
1: the official NFL podcast po- Can we be the official NFL podcast of the Taliban?
3: <laughs> <I'm> sh- sure. <laughs> cool. I, I, I don't think they
0: have one. So why not? <laughs> they do now. Oh, Pat left. <laughs> what? What? It's
2: not a WhatsApp group. <laughs> <point.
0: laughs> We've had
3: some weird starts to this podcast before, but I'm not. I'm not sure we could We could top that. Um, yeah, you've 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 heard everybody already. There's there was Rich, there was Mark and Pat. I'm Adam, and um, you know all that. Um, you know what we're we're going to do. What we're going to bring you. Um, I certainly. Don't want to talk too much about the NFL at the weekend, although some <laughs> might argue there were some exciting bits. And um, we can the get stuff at that. the
0: weekend was fine, mate. It was uh, it was after the weekend that the problem started for you. Well,
3: technically, <laughs> it was still a weekend with the with the bank holiday. Oh yeah, um, that True. we that we all enjoyed. But yes, let's start in the traditional fashion.
2: Now, Pat, you have a quiz. Um, I do have a quiz. This quiz was sparked by me thinking of one of the questions and thinking that might make a a quiz and then be writing 40 questions so it may go well or it may go really badly depending on how well inspired I was that night 40 yeah, we're, questions not, we're not going to do all. we're going to do as many as we can manage in 10 minutes and whoever's on the score to avoid ties at the end of that winter um they are cryptic NFL players or managers And I'm, I'm glad Russ didn't show up Because he'd have been hating this quiz Giving me the stink eye in the corner Throughout it i imagine So um, for um, example I hate it already I, I, <laughs> You hate everything so, at the moment, Yeah that's true Pause in with your name when you have a guess um, We'll do one as an example to get you started So this is an NFL head coach And the clue is William Tommy Assessment Mark. Mark. Bill Belichick. Spot on. Okay, Mark gets it. See if you can follow Mark's example as we go into the actual website. <laughs> that would be the only one I uh... get. <laughs> I'll give you the clue and a chance to buzz in, and I'll give you a bit more of a clue if you need it. So, the first clue Illustrated Keyhole. Buck. Mark. Drew Locke. Drew Locke, spot on.
0: Mark's on the board. Crap. Mark's already in this Adam looks like West he's frozen West. I can't work out whether he
3: Mark, is Mark's, Mark's already got more points than so you're going to get by the end
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's so fighting to all from that i not Question 2 Bird who makes knives and forks uh, Retired NFL quarterback Mark, Mark. Jay Cutler Yes Oh, nice. Question three Bear River Crossing. Current NFL quarterback? Sort of. Adam. Adam. Teddy Bridgewater. Adam's on the board. <laughs> yes. 2 1 0. Right, this is one of the ones I'm most slash least proud of, depending on how <laughs> well it goes down. <laughs> Question four Crisp Bang Noise goes on to produce male Mark. offspring. Mark.
1: Russell Wilson.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> I'm so annoyed cuz I actually worked that one out and Mark beat me to it. <laughs> Question.
2: Question number 5. Religious Starfleet captain. Mark. Rich. Mark.
1: Christian McCaffrey. Rich. Incorrect.
2: Rich.
0: Christian
1: Kirk.
2: Christian Kirk. Richard, ah, Mark. Very good, just of course. Fuck um, you, Adam. Question... <laughs> <laughs> nice. question seven: Wolverine Chef. You've already read his name this evening. On a mug. Adam. Adam. Logan Cook. Correct. Oh. Right. We're getting slightly more tenuous now. Question eight. Hush Car Helps Morse. Rich. Rich.
0: Mercedes Lewis.
2: Yes, Rich is two. Good. He's on two. Oh, that's that's He's on excellent. With the, with the, I was thinking along
3: lines of Jaguar being his choice of car. Ironically, <laughs> that's who he played for. That, that
2: just yes. works in every way. Many ways, many ways. Four minutes down, six to go. It's close, very close. Number 10, Steel Fish. That's steel with an A. Should clarify. Running back. Cleveland Browns. Mark. Mark. Nick Chubb. I was just thinking. I was trying to think
3: of
0: Robs. I was was going Robs Rob's as well. (laughs) Uh.
2: (laughs) Next one. Baker of cakes might fetch the cricket ball. Adam. Mark. Adam was first. Baker Mayfield Baker Mayfield is correct oh. Four to Mark Three to Adam Two to Rich oh, this is Next good. one This is close Compact disc Young Sheep oh. Oh. <laughs> CD Lamb <laughs> Most up to five I like it This has been my favourite quiz ever <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> I'm enjoying how much sure you're enjoying it All right Narrow Scottish sea channel with multiple deep holes. <laughs> oh, I, I'm too busy laughing to think about it. No. He's a tight end. <laughs> First tight end drafted in the draft before last. Rich. Rich. It could be Kyle Pitts. It's Kyle Pitts nice. as in Kyle of Blacouch. Of course, he knew that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's why I was going. Not smell, small mountain. That's not with a K, I should clarify. Not smell, small mountain. Adam. Adam. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Adam's on four. Mark's on five. Rich is on three. We've got three minutes left. (laughs) Edges of your seat. Donkey Kong came to know baby cow. Rich. Mark. Rich. DK Metcalf. Oh. DK Metcalf. 445. Oh, it's going well. It's going very well. Next one. Just kidding, horse.
3: Adam. Adam. Oh, no, it's not right, is it? I've, got, I've got, I had Nick Foles, but that's not right. Adam passes. <sighs> oh.
2: Just kidding, horse. Rich. J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins, Rich, ties Mark at the top on five points. We've got two minutes to go. I love it. Here we go then. Roofer, necklace keepsake. That's roofer, necklace keepsake. Mark. Mark. No, we've already had that. Can't be that one. Sorry. Got to time you out.
1: Yeah, time you out.
2: Necklace keepsake. Is that word for a roofer? He's a wide receiver,
3: I mean that. many
2: a ball from Russell Wilson, but not this season. Adam. Adam. Oh. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Five points oh, each. Tyler. And exciting. Exciting times. Next one. Mayo Mallard, English capital. Adam. Mark. Adam. Drake London. Drake London. Adam takes the lead on six. Oh. Next one. Disc Jockey Heath. Mark, Rich. Mark. DJ Chuck. Rich. Wrong. Rich. DJ Moore. DJ Moore is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Rich on six. Adam on six. Mark on five. A minute to go. Tom's nemesis, Puncher's wife. Rich. Rich. Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Yes, indeed. Rich has taken the lead. Long distance. I can't speak. Long distance woodland smoothing tools. Long distance, wood smoothing tools, are oh, correct my call. He's a running back. Rich. Rich. Miles, Sander. Miles, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, yes! Rich moves up to 8, wow. time expires, Rich wins the quiz, fantastic performance everyone. Well done, well done.
0: I'll say it again, fuck you Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care about the quiz until you said that.
1: I
3: can't help but feel partly responsible for this quiz. <laughs>
1: You just really, uh, give me some really shit. Me every quiz? It's really unnerving me that I can hear you talking, but your face is in the same emotionless <laughs> expression. That you have
2: it's really bothering me.
3: I mean, that's just how I feel after uh, <laughs> after what's been and gone.
2: It is, it's a very Belichickian expression watching a game, actually, isn't it? Just yeah, slightly yeah. disappointed and disdainful.
0: Yeah, even when he's like thirty points up. On to yeah. Cincinnati.
3: That's all I can say. Um, shall we review some games um, in a one sentence format? We'll call them one sentence reviews, shall we? I'll tell yes. you, this is this is new. Craig didn't. Craig hasn't even written any. We don't even have to do anything on the fly. Um, we may have prepared all of these. Woo! Um, let's see it's gonna how It's going to go worse. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, Right, we will start with LA Chargers 24, Kansas City 27.
0: A game that the Chargers might feel they could have won, but a strong performance in the Chiefs' backyard will have them itching for the return leg.
3: Miami 42, Baltimore 38. Game of the week between two real deals. New Jets 31, Cleveland 30. It turns out that onside kicks can work in today's NFL. Bonkers game with three touchdowns in the last two minutes. Absolutely loved it. Washington 27, Detroit 36.
1: Detroit led 22-0 at half-time, but then tried their best to throw away yet another winnable game. But Amon Ra Brown led the offence to a win that they richly deserved.
3: Indianapolis 0, HA! Jacksonville 24. I I'll just insert a laughter track here, but I'm a better person than that. Tampa Bay 20, New Orleans 10. Nah. <laughs> Carolina 16, New York Giants
0: 19. Saquon was kept quieter than last week, but the Carolina offense was kept even quieter by a Giants defense that's looking as good as it has in years.
3: That did sound like Craigs. Um, (laughs) New England 17, Pittsburgh 14.
1: Blah, 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 something, something, New England, fuck off. They win. Who cares next?
3: (laughs) Atlanta, 27. LA Rams, 31.
0: I don't think Atlanta fans need yet another 28-3 joke at this point, so I'm just going to enjoy the, the Rams almost choking against the poor Falcons team. Seattle,
3: 7. San Francisco, 27.
2: Who needs Trey Lance anyway?
3: Cincinnati 17, Dallas 20. What is going on with the Bengals? Enough early season rust that they'll genuinely be worried in Ohio. Houston 9, Denver 16.
1: The lucky Broncos continue to look sloppy, but squeeze a win against the Texans amid a chorus of hometown boos.
3: Arizona 29, Las Vegas 23.
0: Oh, Byron Murphy. So close to literally throwing away a Cardinals comeback victory.
3: Chicago 10, Green Bay 27. Aaron Rodgers has still got it. I know we'd all like to believe that he hasn't, but this game showed he still has some fire left in his belly. And finally, Minnesota 7, Philadelphia 24.
1: The best team in the NFC right now? I give you the Philadelphia Eagles.
3: There we go. They are your one-sentence reviews. Adam.
2: Adam. Sorry? Yeah? You missed out one of the games. I think so. Don't, don't. I know you I, want to only you make mistakes happened. like that,
0: Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Every game, Adam. Every yeah, we, we we did them all. Oh
3: really? uh, right, moving moving on.
1: Right. We didn't do Tennessee Buffalo.
2: What happened to that one?
3: <laughs> uh, I think I think Tennessee and Buffalo were on a bye week. Mark, you're embarrassing <laughs> Tennessee's defense work and (laughs) offence and special teams go on Tennessee 7 Buffalo 41
2: Brian Tannehill gonna die I mean that was weird (laughs) (laughs) but no
1: can we spend the the next hour talking about that game
3: no we're (laughs) going to spend the next hour doing anything but in fact we're going to spend the next few minutes talking about the Jets now you know he's not here who didn't turn up with his quiz yet again. Um, he's not prepared to turn up at the time allotted to do this podcast. But, you know. Um I did catch up with Craig earlier. There he is. Hello, Craig. It's been it's been months, hasn't it? How are you doing? Hello, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm
4: alright. I'm good. You written quiz? You ready? I've ready written I hate this narrative. And and it's my own fault, but I'm gonna lose lose now because no matter how the fact that I've had the quiz for months, there was a period of time where it was in development, but I would have pulled it out <laughs> had we needed it. <laughs> but it's been in, ready in development in the back of your head. Yeah,
3: there I've was like a, a couple quiz. of
4: bits. There's a couple of bits of homework I needed to do. That is, to be honest, I didn't actually ever do it. I changed it because it didn't work. So the quiz <laughs> has been done for a long time. And and I'm also worried about the level of expectation around it because it's really. Oh, it's low. It's, it's extremely it's, low. Don't worry about that. Okay, good. Because it's definitely not a reflection of a year and a half's work.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, I'm surprised you change it if it was something that didn't work.
4: Because we're expecting that
3: something that doesn't work. Um, but. Yeah, but
4: I, 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 basically, the my main objective of the quiz, as is the same every year, is to uh, entertain me. So.
3: It'll entertain us too and the tens of listeners that we've got, I'm sure. Um, Yeah. But obviously, you've not decided not to turn up on the actual podcast to do the quiz. Um, We're going to leave that another week. I can't even remember what the excuse is this time. It doesn't matter. That's not important. Um, (laughs) But you are prepared to, well, speak to me at an inconvenient time um, to talk about that ridiculous Jets game. And frankly, I don't blame you. That was ludicrous. Um, I, I that final two minutes is why we all love the NFL, right,
4: mate? I I I would have been so sick that while doing a podcast, I don't get a chance. While doing two podcasts, <laughs> I don't get a chance to talk about a, a Jets win, and not only any Jets win, but a type of Jets win that I I don't think I've ever seen. And uh, you know, we may not see anytime soon. So, I mean, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Uh, I think there's a few things specifically that I definitely wanted to capture. Um, mainly the improvement, right? Like last week, everyone could see what the problem was. Um, play calling was crap, predictable, mundane, um, didn't use, didn't you seemingly our most dynamic ie best players um not a lot of character um and just generally a bit flat right that was that was the headlines coming in and therefore asking questions of the the coaching staff you come out this weekend having given us a load of bs about garrett wilson not knowing the x and the y and the h and blah, blah, blah. listen just tell the boy where to run what's the route <laughs> And chuck in the ball. That's what you have to do with your best players. It, it, the guys play football his whole life. He, he can get some basic concepts. It's your job as a coach and staff to get him up to speed. And they did. Much more active in, in, in the game since from the beginning. And uh, we saw what happened as a result. Play calling, fantastic. Got to give the shout out to, you know, I, 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 rate, I rate Salah, man. Salah was having to, had to answer some questions last week, as he should have. Um, reasonable to hold him accountable and mad said I'm taking receipts and then he pulled that out I mean look a few things had to go with us and even had we lost a few? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but, that, but, but that's football right ultimately you need to um put yourself in a position to, to to make the most of your opportunities and and sometimes you get the rubber green sometimes you don't. we did you know um Nick Chubb the, you know that that, uh, that we took that that touchdown late in the game where we see players go running down, man go down. go down well that's a, and you know i think even a um a coach came out and said that's on me i i needed to make sure i communicated that because listen you you take the hand off and you see the end zone it every fibre of your being is hit that end zone. So if you have not been specifically told directly before on the, uh, you know, ed- ed- and that drive, right. That should have been exactly the conversation, um, you know, situational. Do, do, sort- you know, it's
3: it's it's a funny thing. It, it reminded me of, um, you remember the Logan Ryan pick six for us against the Pats in the playoffs and yeah. where basically as soon as it's in his hands, if he goes down, the game is over. It's kneel downs. Um, mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't. He gives. I mean, he only ge- he only gave them because we, I think, missed the extra point. Or, I can't, can't remember. Went for two, maybe. Um, but it gave them like eleven seconds of one of those plays with all the silly laterals that you didn't need. You could have just gone down, kneel down, and it worked out because it's such a low percentage thing. It's the same with this for the Browns. Um, at the risk of offering balance, I'd I'd argue heavily that they absolutely gifted you this win because that kind of thing. No, no, um, I know other stuff. I know other stuff. Go. You got, you got, <laughs> you got to
4: get an onside kick, bro.
3: Yeah, yeah, of course. But that's such a in the, in this NFL, with the kickoff changes, that is a really low percentage event of re- recovering an onside kick. And obviously, that situation, you, you're going to try it because that's the only option available to you. Um, but I mean, it, it's as you say, instinctively, Nick Chubb wants to get in the end zone. But if he does what he should have done and gone down, they could just run out of the clock and the game is over. So because they, they hadn't even considered that the Jets could come back, right? It was just exactly. like, oh, this is this is a, I'm going to get myself a touchdown. Let's put the icing on this victory. Um, but you, you were there, you know, Flacco to do it twice within what, a minute and a half. That, I mean, blown coverage, Corey Davis, that just opens the door and you still got, then there's the onside kick. And then, but after that's the impressive part. When you suddenly think it could happen and the pressure's back on, because I think the first drive, you know, nothing to lose. Fine, exactly. But, yeah, you know, abs absolute
4: stones after that. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm no, I'm not uh, Flacco's biggest fan, and actually, um, uh, one of the guys from the Jets Pod, um, David, who wrote his article, gave Flacco a bit of credit, and I, I did say I agreed with the article, but I think uh Matt Lafleur deserves a lot of that credit, but you know, you make four touchdown passes, game winners, a minute and a half to go. You can't hate on it. You can't hate on it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, massive. I think it's a, it's a well done, a pat on the back, all, 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 uh, all the way round. Everyone did their job. We stayed in it. Yeah. Got a bit of luck at the end. I think you need you need a bit of luck now and again, and uh, hopefully it gives us a lot of confidence, man. What an exciting, like you say, it ultimately. And there was a few of them, you know. I'm a bit gutted. I'm uh, not going to get a chance to talk about, uh, you know, the, the cards and 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 the Ravens, but a few of them. We just show you why this is this is the best game in the world. I'm not. Oh, I felt not like there
3: about there about five or six games like that this week.
4: Unbelievable,
3: unbelievable. Just, I like, I can't imagine not loving every minute of it. Like <laughs> just just yeah. bonkers. Um, uh, but the, the drama like the yeah an ending like that I don't think any any other sport does it in quite the same way um, it's not. and but the fact you've the fact for the for the, the Jets perspective you're on the right end of something like that it's something to build on like we we know week one week two even the like first probably three or four weeks there's you fan bases media overreact to everything loads of ups and downs You've had a down and then an up, and it, it'll probably reset itself somewhere in the middle. But that that confidence boost,
4: you can't put a price on that. And Young young team, young coaching staff, backs against the wall. You come and get a, a, a victory like that. That's the type of victory not everybody gets. Like, oh, yeah. all wins are not the same, right? So, um, a, an experience that not everybody gets. So, for some of them young players, being a rookie in that team after people kind of were giving it the same old Jets the week before to come out and win a game like that against a mean, Let's not get it twisted either. The, the, I think that that's the only other bit that's maybe getting a little bit missed is let's not forget how good a defence that Browns defence is. That D-line, that front it's, it's seven. Not. It's, it's, not, is, and
3: it's not a bad offence with, with their running game either. And Jacoby Brissett is doing, a, I think, a half-decent
4: job at keeping well, it going. Best one-two punch in the league, arguably. Yeah. So, just a massive 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 win for the jets um and, and, but you, and could, after... you could
3: have done it, you could have done it like twelve nine ugly mm. like that's you could believe that would happen the jets Browns twelve nine um you get a win, you walk away sort of mildly satisfied, but this is so
4: different two scores down with a minute and a half to go <laughs> <laughs> no, never unbelievable and uh, and everybody messed it in, in 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 the group once Chubb win in that's game and uh yeah. That's what that's what football gives you. Unbelievable! What
0: a week! What, like, what a game!
3: Li- literally, one hundred and ninety-nine out of two hundred. It would have been like, yeah. just just bonkers. Um, yeah, I don't blame you for for wanting to get your uh, <laughs> get your opinions on that I out. I got it out. I
4: have got it out. Hopefully, I <laughs> will get something else at the end of the week. And uh, but yeah, no man, listen. Uh, some of us have like jobs with like responsibilities and shit. I L- Offsted really did come it was a positive outcome It'd be I'm not, I'm not
3: sure that Ofsted even exists as an organisation no. I, I don't no, no, no. doesn't seem right all,
4: all all a part of my really elaborate long game of a plan to get out of a couple of pods <laughs> is the <laughs> is, 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 is the use of Ofsted in general otherwise no one's heard of them
3: <laughs> I, mean, I i dread to think what the experience of spending a couple of days with Ofsted is like um, yeah. But in your eyes, it's slightly better than spending 10 minutes writing a quiz. So, you know, all good.
4: <laughs> that is long snap analysis. Listen, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the rest of the pod. Uh, have fun. Rich your hair shit and that's too much more. <laughs> Laters.
0: There you go. He's happy and who can blame him? And very reasonable uh, excuses about the quiz as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> offstead. Fuck, Fuck
1: that guy. He can't bother to turn up. Why are we giving him airtime? Fucking.
0: <laughs> I, I because don't, the no, Jets I, I have won yet. for the only time this year,
2: and it couldn't have happened against a more
3: deserving opponent either, could it? <laughs> well, there is there is that, um, but you know we've we've covered that, so we don't need to talk about that any further. Um, what we're going to do is I have posed a question, and there are going to be many many answers to this question, um, but it's it's what have you changed your mind about following week two in the nfl and there's 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 quite a few things we've uh we've got a couple of these each sort of and i'm going to bring back the clock so three minutes maximum on any of these topics so yeah keep it snappy um i will start the timer and rich you've got the first one you wanted to talk about the detroit lions um, particularly their offense
0: yeah, there always seems to be this thing with any team that's on hard knocks where because people have sort of followed them a bit and got to know some of the players, there's always a buzz around that team and maybe they'll be good this year. And almost almost always, almost every time, it's complete nonsense and that team turns out to be average at best. But the Lions look good, and a few people, and I'm not going to name a names here because I can't remember who was arguing for them, were suggesting that they genuinely would be uh, before before the season started. Um, I've been impressed by them. I didn't think I was going to be. I thought they'd be all right. I thought they'd take a step forward from last year. And I think I said that in a preview show, but I didn't expect them to do much more than six, maybe seven wins. That offense looks incredible. Amon Ross and Brown has carried on the form that he showed at the end of last year and shown that it's not just a flash in the pan. Um, DeAndre Swift looks good. He's been a player who's always had that preseason hype, particularly in fancy football circles. <laughs> Is that it already? Is that three no, minutes already. Not.
3: Bloody hell. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you said about it that. for a minute.
0: <laughs> Our th- washing machine's finished, <laughs> but yeah, I am just. I'll, I'll level with you. I'm gonna, with
3: pause the, I'm gonna pause. the time. I'll level with you. I'll tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> I thought I'm like while you were talking, I thought to myself, <laughs> rather than just tell you when the time's up, I'm gonna have a cool sound effect for when it does, <laughs> and rather than <laughs> professionally try and do that in silence, I mute my own mic. I didn't do that. I left my mic on, so you so you all heard it. Um, so, good.
1: What, what, so you you cared that little about what Rich was saying. Through, <laughs> he's much. talking through your head. You went, do you know what would be a good idea? That? <laughs> oh, I know. I, I assume that's
0: how Adam spends tone. every moment of this podcast is <laughs> thinking about how he can improve things rather than actually listening to anything we have to say.
4: Yeah, that's fair enough.
0: He does have to listen back to it twice though. Oh, I, I, I don't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you think oh. I listen back? <laughs> Not when I'm editing, certainly. Right, 1:41 um, to go. If anyone cares, um, where were you, Rich? Just, just uh, carry on where you left off.
0: Just about done, I think. I was mostly just praising that um, that Lions' offense. I don't know that their defense is particularly great. They seem to allow points all over the place, but with an if, offense like that, I think were, you can. I think you can win games.
3: When they were vintage, when were Matt Stafford at his best, when they had Megatron, that's what they were then. Yeah, they were they will win games 40 35 every week or right. lose some of them and they were fun to watch and I think that's that's where they're heading right
0: what's interesting is seeing Goff in a system that seems relatively straightforward it's effective because of the players that are in it but he's not having to do all this like you know all these different offensive plays out of the same sets and all that kind of stuff. I wonder whether that simplifying things for him has just made him more effective.
1: I think he's got he's got weapons now, and that's what he's that's what he lacked year one. Swift was finding his feet. They now they've got the run threat. He gets more space. They've got the tight end. Um, they've got a and Brown, which has been a revelation for them. Um, and if you'd if you'd listened thoroughly to the uh, one sentence season preview, um, I'm pretty sure that this is what we said was was going to happen for them. They will they will score a boatload of points because they've got one of the best. Skill position groups in the league, except arguably for the quarterback. Um, but even it's serviceable, though, as you say, yeah. But he's he's
0: a quarterback who was taken near the top at the top, one or two, one one overall first. Yeah, he should be fully capable of running a system if he's given the right, yeah, you know, coaching.
1: Jamarcus Russell was taken one overall, (laughs) so let's not worry too much about that.
3: Um, there we go. Time's up. I don't know if you heard that. it would be no. a waste of everything. No, I actually heard the
0: wrong one better the Far first better. time.
3: All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> this is this is this is how it is. Um all right. I'll give you something that I've changed my mind about and that is well, not just not, not the Miami Dolphins in general, but whether they could despite all their receiving talent be incredible with Tua and um, because I didn't think they could. I thought he would hold them back too much. But based on the evidence against the Ravens, they are going to be incredible. Now they might not be consistent, um, but Waddle and Hill, or the Cheetah and the Penguin, as they're <laughs> as they're being called, which I think is terrific. Um, that was that was some impressive stuff, and not just not just huge tons of offense, but the way they came back. Um, now I know those comebacks can be. Sometimes a bit random. The the pressure's off initially and then, then you get close and then it, it really matters. But they hit back so quickly. Um, I don't know if it's... I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've talked about Kevin Harlan as a broadcaster, but some of those plays he called, he will just add something to any game he calls. And the, there were two touchdowns to Tyreek Hill where he was wide open, so much so that Harlan got excited before the ball, like before the ball was even thrown. He's just like, he's got him, he's got him. And it, it just the, then you see the ball through the air and Tyreek Hill wide open and Tua didn't miss on either of them. And it was just terrific. I didn't think he had it in him. I knew Tyreek Hill had it in him. I thought Waddle probably did. Well, but this I is... I, that's just expansive offense that I didn't expect.
0: This is the tour we were promised before the injuries at the end of his college career. This is the exciting mobile, you know, seize the whole field threat that everyone suggested he would be. My concern with the Tyreek Hill move was that he was benefiting from Mahomes being a genius and that he would struggle to not because of his talent level, obviously, he's a great talent, but because of the guy throwing in the ball. And as you said, Tua's just shown us all that he can do it. Whether he consistently can do it is another matter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing that concerns me about it is that, you know, it's all well and good that he's thrown six touchdowns and 450 yards and, and, you know, wonderful. And in that final quarter, they did look incredible. But for the first three quarters of the game, they just looked average. They looked like what everybody thought they were going to do. They just scored 14 points in the first three quarters. And it was you know the 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 Ravens were going away from them, and everyone was like, "Oh, actually, the Dolphins aren't that good." Yeah, but Just if you've got that in you, we've you're seen, going to win a lot of
0: games. But, but it, we've it, seen I, this from the Chiefs that, over the likely, last few what, years. What's that ability likely, to though, score to, score points in that short period of time where you can throw three touchdown strikes, and all of a sudden you're back in it or ahead? But,
1: but they've done it. They've done it consistently. <laughs> wow, I times think,
0: up already on that.
1: Who will know?
0: <laughs> Pat,
3: you had a you had something you wanted to say. Um, but as usual, we're far too polite. <laughs> um, eh. Good luck getting just... a word in Ed's wages against the next topic, which is Mark. Um, <laughs> and Mark wants to <laughs> talk about the Indianapolis Colts. So I'm going to enjoy this.
1: <laughs> so I went into the season thinking that they were, and I think, you know, it's kind of, it was fairly universally, everyone thought that, this was a team that was a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Improved offensive line, great weapons, pro- one of the best running backs in the league, always a decent defense. They were they were looking good. Then they signed Matt Ryan and everyone's like, that's the final missing piece of the puzzle. This is all they needed. This is now a team that's fannied not about everyone. with quarterbacks. No, not everyone. Pat called it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've fannied about with quarterbacks for so long. But this is this is the one who's going to make a difference. Genuinely, I thought the Colts were going to absolutely crucify that division. And they're shite. Like, it, this is beyond... They were bad against the Texans. They were lucky to come back and sneak a draw to get blown out by the Jaguars. And, you know, the Jaguars look decent, I have to say, in that game. They look really impressive. But to, to lose 24-0 to them... They've got major problems. They are like one of the worst teams I've seen play this season, and it's completely not what I thought was going to happen.
0: I have a question for Pat on this, because with Indianapolis missing basically their top two wide receiver targets, it looked like a lot of those sacks at the weekend were coverage sacks. Would you say that's true, or was it just that your D-line was so much better than their O-line?
2: More the latter than the former, I think. I mean, Pierce they barely used in Week 1 anyway. Um, They're built as a run-first team if they're trying to do what they did last season, but their O-line wasn't up to the task of creating in the lanes, and uh, we held them on the ground pretty, pretty thoroughly. Um, and our pass rush looks much improved, given the investment we made in it. it bloody should be as well, but well, it's, first, uh, first
3: overall pick—you you, wanted to improve, don't you? Yeah, just a little it. bit, just a little yeah. bit.
2: And you know, we've had seven shutouts in our history as a franchise. Three of them have come against the Colts. So thanks for the lot, Indy. I suppose.
1: I, I love my favorite stat of the weekend was that in the last thirty-six game, Jacksonville's last thirty-six games, they are six and thirty. Four of those six wins have been against Indianapolis.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's magnificent. Have oh, I loved <laughs>
1: them at home in the last seven matchups
2: in Jacksonville? Yeah, they haven't beaten us in, in at home since twenty fifteen. And in some 14. of those seasons fourteen Pat. Fourteen, sorry, and 14. They, they
1: failed to score against you also in twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. It's ludicrous the record you have over them at the moment.
2: My my
0: point was more I don't think this I don't think the issue there is the quarterback. I think the issue is the offensive line and the receiving weapons just not being there. And if the offensive line, like you say, can't get the run game going, they're screwed.
1: It's but it's everything. They're like defensively, they're not keeping anybody oh, out. That's, the weapons that's
0: don't a look shame. Good. I wanted to talk for longer on that this. Um <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't sneakily extend the time to like six minutes on that one. That was tempting. I I would
3: I'm gonna quickly, very quickly caveat this with a I'd love to believe it all, but a part of me still fears that they'll be all right. Um, in you know, um, just I can't believe that Matt Ryan can be so bad overnight, and they could. Anyway, we've moved on. We've moved on. Um, Russ, Russ isn't here. Um, but he wants <laughs> he wants to uh, chirp in. What is um, it with
0: all these contributions from people who can't be bothered to turn up?
1: I know. Fuck these people.
3: It's a, it's a very good question. I might fix the time so this gets ten seconds.
1: Fine.
3: Um, but it's. I didn't expect, Russ didn't expect to see so many teams spectacularly under the cooked. Um, he's mentioned the Colts who who just covered, um, but he's also mentioned um, the Titans and his Broncos. Now let's start there in the hope that that can take three minutes. Um,
0: well, the, the Broncos is an easy one. Russ started supporting them. Move on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think we need, I mean, we need to give it a little bit more attention. The other Russ uh, looks like, well, I don't, I don't know if it's him. I'm, I, They've got some coaching issues. That, um,
2: yeah, they've that had a lot of change best. in the organisation. That's the thing. They've got a brand new head coach and a brand new offensive coordinator who haven't done that job before, and it's showing in the um, game plan. You know, we saw in the previous game they had um, a really mediocre third and less than a yard play, which ended up in tackle for loss. And then they hadn't really planned what happened if the play they called didn't work, which it was likely not to do, given that it was pitched in the first place, which ended up needing a field goal team, which didn't get on the field fast enough, which led to a delay of game, which led to the punt unit coming on. They managed to scrape a win, but they did so in the least convincing, most chaotic fashion possible. Yeah, booed at home, like a lot of boos at home. They're the just, crowd... They were First so for the crowd were counting signing. down the play yeah. clock for them to stop them getting delayed game penalties, which is hilarious. <laughs> were they? Yeah, were that they Broncos crowd as well is that just mocking? That them?
0: Broncos crowd it is was pretty sarcastic. loyal. So the fact that they're was it two games into their new head coach Hackett and they're already calling for his head, it's not great. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. That when you've traded for someone like Russell Wilson, the first home game should be a magnificent celebration and atmosphere. You would think. That's really maybe really was the quarter.
2: First quarter.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, but they just they just never got going.
1: Well, he never got going. He's he, he just looks. And I hope I really really like Russell Wilson, but he looks. Do you? I, yeah, I do like Russell Wilson as, as a bloke. Bit, bit As off. a player, I think he's. Okay. I, I think he's fine. I think he's a brilliant player. I'm, I'm talking about, you know, the actual Russell Wilson here. Um, <laughs> I do wonder and, whether
0: yeah, there's an element of. And, I do wonder whether there's an element of he just doesn't have that Tyler Lockett-esque wide receiver yet, who understands what to do in that sort of breakdown moment, and that takes a bit of time to get that understanding. I've got some decent receivers there. That, that can't be an excuse for G- long. Jerry Judy had
1: one catch in this game
0: yeah didn't get injured in the second quarter
1: but yes. it's like it just like it just looks everything looks off yeah
2: you're yeah, missing wide receiver 2 and wide receiver 3 and wide receiver 4 for large parts of that game but that doesn't explain why you can't punch it in on third and one I've been on about seven yeah, attempts, yeah. including two fumbles in the first two weeks. That's a bad sign. Uh,
0: Russell Wilson led offense on the one yard line.
2: Do you love those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a fun narrative,
3: isn't it? That's a cheap shot, Rich. Um, <laughs> but we're here for those. Um, it would be a shame if we ran out of time and couldn't. Oh, mm, that's a pity. Um, right. <laughs> uh, Pat, I mean, actually, we've just completely fouled this up <laughs> because. Um you wanted to talk about Denver.
0: Um that <laughs> was, didn't it?
1: Well sorry, right, Pat was could... your backup question not about the Titans?
0: Yeah, it we could actually, talk about yeah. Denver and abs- accidentally segue into the Titans. Go on, Pat. Yeah, that's,
2: that's fine. But t- to be fair, my tip for the AFC South preseason was the Titans and they look <laughs> anemic um on both and both run and pass, which is a surprise given recent seasons, but you know. They had the Brown debacle in the draft and he's in Philadelphia looking like a million dollars. Well, $20 million is NFL money, isn't it? And Derek Henry's back looking like 25 cents and uh, that's about as many rushing yards as he got last week. I can't even fix the time on this thing
3: once it started.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to work out how to do it. The Titans is a weird one for me and it's also one that I do sort of expect them to steady the ship a bit. Um, but, but it does lead to the question of, who actually do we think is likely to sort of float to the top of the AFC South? Cause at the moment the Jags look like the most competent team in that division. And that's weird.
3: It's, it's very early days in the season, but and, uh, there, there are perfectly believable scenarios where the Colts become okay and where the Titans become okay. But both of those teams looked so bad that it, it's hard to envisage. Um, I think the the manner of that defeat in Buffalo is is much worse than the the scoreline or the box score or any of the stats. There just there was there was a bit of a, a bit of downing of tools. Um, I do think it, there's
0: an element with that though of it, it's the Bills. If you rolled over yeah, like that to y- someone, mediocre, we've been a team.
3: We've been a team that rises to the level of our opposition in recent years and we've been we've been beating teams like buffalo and the chiefs and the rams in the last couple of years this is a significantly worse roster with a lot of our best players who are now a year older and on the on the slide it, i don't have a high level of optimism for for what's going to happen here and the coach the the heck i think we've got a fantastic head coach the offensive coordinator is a problem uh, we have, we have. If I say no imagination, but imagination used at the, in the wrong places, the only time the offense looked decent was the first part of the game, the first scripted part of the game, when he actually had to use his imagination and coach on the fly. We had nothing, and for the first time in quite a while, on the other side of the ball, it felt like there wasn't much of a pass rush, and that might be to do with Josh Allen and how good he is and the the Bills' O line, but it's a it's a concern. That Harold Landry injury is huge. We're not going to overcome that easily. <laughs> oh, thank goodness for that. Right. We didn't
0: answer the question, though. <laughs> Good. So who's taking the division, Texans or Jags? Uh, I,
3: I don't, it could, any, any of the four teams could take that division. And it wouldn't shock me. Um, obviously, the Jags are, Jags are currently leading it um, because they've looked best so far. So, fair play to them. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, the the best, it's a deserved seat. early season division lead, to be honest so we'll see we will see what happens um it's yeah i i'm not I'm not a happy Titans fan at the moment as you can as you can probably tell right mark the Cincinnati bengals um <laughs> you've changed your mind about them.
1: Yeah, I was um, very high on the Bengals, um, purely because obviously they had a, a great season last season. They'd made significant um, improvements, especially uh, offensive line. Um, and so far, offensively, they've not looked fantastic, struggled against the Steelers, and we saw in week two what the Steelers were really like. Admittedly, they'd lost, um, lost TJ Watt to injury. But then to lose at Dallas against backup quarterback Dallas, who everyone was writing their obituary to go there and look pretty anemic as well.
3: Um, At way, Cooper Rush looks all right. Can I yeah, say that? Yeah, it does.
1: But, but I mean, you, you, shouldn't, you, you shouldn't be losing that game. If you were like... And I, I say this from a point of view of... You know, I like, I'm not necessarily saying that the Bengals are terrible, but I'd expected the Bengals to be a team that was challenging for number one overall in the AFC. And they're a million miles away from that. I think since um, I saw a stat on Sunday that said, since the playoffs were expanded to 14 teams, no team that started the season 0-2 has made the playoffs.
4: That's so
1: they've got size. a lot. Size. It, it is, yeah. but it's it's still significant and especially when you're in the afc there's an awful lot of good teams in the afc at the moment they are struggling
3: so what you're I... saying is you're better off being 2 and 0 than 0 and 2
0: if you're looking <laughs> to make the playoffs
1: that's what i'm saying adam
0: yeah some great insight um i do there's two things here there's one that feels like that there's always that super bowl hangover for any team that goes to the super bowl and loses there always seems to be the first month or so of the following season they they just struggle to get going Teams often still make the playoffs from that early faltering start. The thing that worries me more is the it's the O-line there was supposedly fixed in the offseason, but they've had the most sacks of any team at the moment. I think they're the only team in double digits other than Jameis at the Saints.
3: They yep. cursed it yeah. with that social media post. Who was there? I've forgotten who it was that said he was uh Yeah, this big thing about oh, Joe Burrow's protector. <laughs> um, and he's yeah. a guy that was spent the Sunday on his ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. No, but the the O line O line issues can be fixable to a certain extent. Um, but
1: they're just they just uh, nothing they've done has looked has looked particularly impressive. They've they've not had a quarter yet where in any game of their first two where they've scored more than eight points. Mm. It's just like it's it's been really really average and they're not doing enough to stop the other teams and they've got this horrible habit at the moment of like finding ways to lose games and i i still expect them to make the playoffs but they're just not what i thought they would be
3: there we go enough bengal's chat um rich i'd i'd love to hear what your drinking. change <laughs> <you've, laughs> how you've changed your mind about Carson Wentz.
0: so I mean, I didn't really think that much about Carson Wentz before the start of the season because I expected. Well, you changed
3: your mind because you've never thought about him.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a change of mind to go going from a complete blank to something. Surely, um, <clears throat> I expected the the Washington football t- football team to lean on defense and run game basically and for Carson Wentz to come in and be a less than serviceable very mean maker (laughs) very boring quarterback and somehow he's not he's still not a great quarterback or even a good quarterback because there are some large chunks of these games where he's done nothing but the guy's currently averaging over 300 yards a game is hitting his targets at 65% and has uh, seven passing touchdowns in two weeks. Against three interceptions, one of which I'm not convinced was his fault, that's kind of impressive stats. And if that was someone else, I think he'd be getting a lot more press than he is at the moment.
2: Hi, is Rich drunk?
0: Yes, I... but that's still the same thoughts I had when I was sober. <laughs> to,
2: to, to counter that argument, the first five Washington drives: three and out, three and out, three and safety, three and out, three and out. So, I'm not hugely on board with Rich's point of view on Carson Wentz, I'll be honest. Yeah, uh, I've,
3: I've, I've seen Carson <laughs> Wentz play. 300 enough. yards
0: and seven
2: touchdowns, just ignoring those. Yeah. yeah. He plays <laughs> how he plays and he doesn't give a shit about the consequences, which the will the, lose you as many games as it wins you.
1: I think that's a bit of a... There's like You can look at stats and you look at how... Pete, like Craig always refers to it as the eye test, right? And they were 22-0 down at half-time. So you've got no choice but to wing it for the rest of the game. A lot of those stats are going to be because they didn't have any option but to throw the ball. But he looks a like bit two like different Tua players. Stats, First half Carson the and second
0: bit, half Carson. Sorry, Adam.
3: It, it's just a, The stat line is a bit like Tua, where you see in a similar way, he's way behind, you've got to wing it. Um, and yeah, he was just doing better at it. Um, I don't, I don't know, but I think you're dead right. The, the eye test. I don't I just don't don't like what I what I see.
0: I mean, he looks dreadful at times, but this is my point: is he's also looking incredibly good at other times. It's it's he's weirdly weirdly up and down, but it's more it's at least more exciting than I thought he was going to be as a quarterback. I thought he would just be, you know, guy getting sacked lots basically.
2: That still happens.
3: Yeah, and it, it it will. Yeah, I'm not
2: buying that. None of, none More of exciting, it. I'll give you better. Not <laughs> sort of.
1: and, and and he's 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 got some good weapons there, hasn't he? Like with McLaurin and Dotson, they look like good players. Um, Antonio Gibson's a good player. He should be able to <laughs> to pass to these guys. He just can't do it consistently. There
3: we go. Carson Wentz, your time is up. Um, <laughs>
1: In more what's ways up, than three one. Three seasons
3: ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Um, my final thing I've changed my mind about um, in the off season. I thought that Bruce Arians had retired, um, but <laughs> as it, it turns out that he's, he's hanging around on the sidelines at Bucks games on the road in new Orleans, firing people up and God knows the Bucks needed firing up Um particularly Mike Evans.
0: <laughs> well, given that Mike Evans and, uh, Lattimore don't don't particularly like each other anyway. Firing them both up was uh, entertaining or had entertaining consequences.
3: Well, Tom Brady partly did that by whinging so much that Lattimore just gave a b- bit of an earful. Um, and it seemed to start from there. And then Tom Brady, of course, disappears. I've, I've started this. I'm not going to finish it. Um, I'm going to quietly sneak away from the battlefields.
0: While some, very
2: much the Arnold Rimmer of fair. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: I could see him doing that salute. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm, I, I'm doing it, even though I know none of you can see <laughs> um, But yeah, the Arnold Rimmer of the NFL. You know, it was it was pathetic in in many ways. But what what a equally pathetic shove by by Mike Evans. Um, but this is none of this was my point, really. as fun as funny as that fight in inverted commas was. Um, what's he doing on the sidelines? How can Todd Bowles be expected to shape a team in his with his personality and his leadership if the previous guy's just hanging around like a bad smell?
2: That's a good point. It's one thing having Alex Ferguson in Rosette. That the camera occasionally cuts to. It's another thing having him on the sideline.
0: I guess it depends on how much Bowles wants him there if Bowles is actively said to him yeah i'd benefit from having you on the sideline and giving me advice there and all that kind of stuff because he's there as sort of an advisory role isn't he then, it would make more it sense, sense. If i don't it have was... an issue with that but it it does yeah, i'm not yeah. sure that's the case with arians he sort of feels like someone who will do whatever he feels like he needs to be told,
3: like David Brent, that you're not welcome anymore. I don't, I, I don't know. It, uh, it's five years down the line and you suddenly had someone like that hanging around. It might seem more palatable, but this seems too soon. Like you've, you've got to have a clean break and, and move on. I don't, I don't think it's, it's healthy, even if there's a short-term benefit and a lot of the players will respond to him. That might be the case, but you've got to... Top bowls can't do any sort of job in the medium-long term with that hanging over him, surely? Um, or are they just waiting until Brady retires and he can shape his own team and do what he likes, by which time Arians won't care?
0: <laughs> Maybe if he hangs around on the sidelines, he thinks he's going to get another ring. <laughs> I yeah, it's I'm like John Terry to... dressing up in the kit and uh, hanging around <laughs> and hoping that you get, get a hand <laughs> on the trophy. There
3: we go. Bruce Arians, your oh, time is officially up. Um, as it is for this segment, um, before we preview week three, um, Pat, you had a couple of good questions, dare I say it. That sounded really patronizing, but they are. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, what are your, well, let's have your two questions that, we, uh, that we're going to talk about, not with the clock. We're not going to have the clock restraining us anymore.
2: So, my two questions. One is going to involve a lot of Mark. So, I'll do that one first, because we've all got homes to go to.
3: Oh, Um, can I
2: put the clock on now you say that? (laughs) (laughs) The question is this. How do you trouble the Bills? Because so far, they've looked pretty invulnerable on both sides of the ball. The biggest weakness is the run game, as it was last season. And even that is less weak than it was. So... Just how do you trouble the Bills? Because two teams have tried so far this season and two teams have come up way, way short.
3: I mean, I can, I can start, I can carry on and say how you don't trouble the Bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could definitely answer that question. Um, and the, the answer to that is not having a, a defensive back that you have to Google um, in single coverage on Stefan Diggs. Um, but if anyone's got any better ideas of how to deal with that sort of threat, I'm all ears. I don't know. It's They've been phenomenally impressive on, on both sides of the ball, more than I probably expected even. And there were high expectations. that They might even have a running game. <laughs> I mean, and, and, a, and, a, and a punting game, despite their seeming refusal to punt. Um, caused two muffs last night. <laughs> like, the punter deserves credit for that. Anyway, I don't know. I have nothing.
1: Injuries, I think, is is probably our biggest issue at the moment. Um, Micah Hyde, potentially out with a neck injury. Jordan Phillips, Tredavious White's already out. Matt Milano's um, picked up a knock in that game. Dane Jackson obviously went out. That, our- that
3: was... He, how is he? that looks horrific.
1: Yeah, he's okay. He's out of hospital. He's receiving further evaluations. There was no, for anyone who didn't, hasn't seen it yet, because it was Monday night, he was going down for a tackle and basically got a, a helmet to helmet hit from his own teammate, Tremaine Edmonds. Um, it snapped his head back. And it was one of those where, you know, camera cuts away um gets loaded straight into an ambulance and taken to hospital um he's apparently is fine no major injuries to his neck or spine or anything like that he's I've, out of hospital and is receiving further evaluation elsewhere he's i think he's been extremely lucky but obviously well, his
3: not, cha- but yeah, chances yeah.
1: are yeah not yeah. not as lucky as someone who didn't get decapitated by his own teammate but <laughs> <laughs> but um, so there's him, Tim Settle, who started off on our um, our defensive line, along with Ed Oliver, who was also out for that game. Gabe Davis, who was our other quarterback, um, uh, other wide receiver, opposite Diggs, didn't start the game against the Titans, and it, it didn't matter against the Titans. But this is—it's a lot of injuries that are starting to pile up, and I think that is the thing that potentially could derail us to a point where. Our starting corners, when we play the Dolphins in week three, could be a, a rookie and a, a third stringer.
0: That shouldn't be any problems, given uh, how that given, went for the <laughs> Ravens last
1: weekend. Given given what you're coming up against, yeah, it's... Um, and we and most people knows that Dolphins fans are fairly cunty at the best of times, but this has got the potential to be the you know oh look we're we the team that took down the Bills without mentioning that we've got potentially three of our starting secondary out injured. Considering um, but,
3: how impressive you look at two and zero, the way you're getting your excuses ready is is a bit concerning.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm a, and if, if that's I'm the best so answer, pro, to the I'm question. so programmed to having to get excuses for for not winning games. Um, we've looked really good so far, but injuries are starting to take their toll. Cool.
2: Yeah. So we have got a channel out in a Tonya Harding thing, got
3: it? Yeah, yeah that's that's what you're saying to any co- any coaches who need to work out how they can deal with the Buffalo Bills is. Well, to, I,
2: I mean, yeah, I don't.
3: Uh... It's violence, like illegal violence. <laughs> Maybe kneecap yeah. them and yeah. just turn turn, well, turn up at Josh Allen's house with. With a stick of dynamite and an elaborate long fuse.
0: I think, you, you know. If, 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 Are you, you look, suggesting that Wiley Coyote is coaching
1: in the league now? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yes. Would you like yes. a big red
2: cigar with a wick on the
0: end?
1: <laughs> I don't think it's, it's quite as simple either as saying that we've been absolutely, you know, like incredible. Um, We've second half of both games we've we've got out of sight from the teams that we've been playing, but the first half we've allowed it to be closer than maybe it should have been, so there's there's still mistakes and things that we can improve on, um, but it's
2: yes yeah, it's, it's not bad so far. I'll take it.
3: Please can we move on?
2: <laughs> so the second question, given a better that, question. Yeah, well I will we'll see when we answer this week. <laughs>
1: Is what's what's the Titans record? Let's ask. Let's answer that.
2: <laughs> Trey Lance had his unfortunate injury this week, which brought Jimmy G to the plate, and he saw his side to a victory. And that got me thinking like, for any team to lose their starting quarterback, the Niners are probably in the best position of any team in the entirety of the NFL. And just how many starters, in a third commas, would you have Jimmy Garoppolo ahead of? Because there's plenty, like if you look at both of the Seahawks' main options, Baker Mayfield, maybe Daniel Jones, maybe there's plenty out there that you could argue. But one thing, one thing you just said that's got
3: got me immediately thinking is, are they the best in the best situation with a backup? They probably are. Um, I immediately think of teams who have drafted rookies because no, well, no, I was gonna say no rookie has thrown a pass yet. That changed last night in the third quarter of the Titans Bills game, uh, but um, no rookie has thrown a meaningful pass, um, and we're two weeks in, and there are probably three or four teams with high picks that could do, um, but yeah, you're probably you're probably right. The fact that the Niners have been trying to trade him supposedly um, fortuitously <laughs> that they haven't, and he's still around when they when they need him. Um, what did who do you say? Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, um, well, Mitchell Trubisky, definitely.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think he is in for me. Jimmy G is still in the kind of he's one of those quarterbacks that's like in that group of quarterbacks that can do a job, but if a better option comes along, you would you would get rid of them. I still think he's better than a good third of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL.
3: Yeah, it's probably. Well, I, I might can, say I've a seen, quarter, maybe. You can maybe, take anyone but, yeah. like, you
1: know, we're talking about, you know, at the minute, Geno Smith, Jacoby Brissett, Mitch Trubitsky. I'd probably David say... davis Mills,
3: better. I don't know. Yeah, Mar- Marcus, Mar-
1: Marcus Marietta, Goff. James Winston. Winston, yeah. I think Baker Mayfield, he's in that bracket. Um, Daniel Jones, definitely. Carson Wentz, who we've spoken about. It's, I think he's... He's. Josh he's Allen. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's better than all of those guys. Um, I, I, I don't necessarily think this is the worst thing for the 49ers for their season. I really don't.
3: It's I, a I terrible this... thing for them in the long term, though, yeah. because yeah. They, they, they're going to be they're going to go into next year still having no idea about Trey Longs, the guy <laughs> yeah, that, that gets the house for two years. In they're still not going to know. And yeah. so that 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 you how do you what do you how do you strategize your next draft and your next free agency given yeah. that lack of
0: knowledge well that's that's the that's the one thing that i guess is a positive that comes out of the injury is that they've said it's a broken it's a fractured fibula and ligament disruption and all the noise coming out suggests that he will be back comfortably for otas next year and there are noises from some doctors suggesting that if if it's not a terrible if the depending on the level of damage to ligaments, he could actually be back by the end of the regular season. Um, I don't think the team would rush him back, particularly if we're in a good playoff position and the team is running smoothly with Jimmy. Um, I think that the problem with the question that Pat asked is that there's two versions of Jimmy G in my mind. There's injured and uninjured Jimmy G. Uninjured Jimmy G, I think, can be a top-half quarterback. The problem is that he's so often injured that it's not a realistic prospect to en- envisage that he will stay healthy for the whole of this season. And I would expect he'll be working with some injury or multiple injuries by the middle of the year. And, See, there are so then you're, the... then you're on a restricted Jimmy G again. We've definitely had this conversation before, but it, it,
3: it just, it makes me think of our time with Marcus Mariota and like you get to the point where it sounds like you're using injuries as an excuse for poor play but actually it might be a reason that they, they had, but they, they get to the point they have so many injuries that it's indistinguishable. Um, they're just not good enough and it doesn't matter why anymore.
0: Well, I because, think it's players who well, can all play through and, and that's can't all play getting. through those injuries. And I well, think we, Mariota's and the, the Garoppolo's of the world are, are quarterbacks who are talented, but struggle to play when they've got injuries that affect their mechanics.
3: But the it gets to the point where it doesn't matter. Why, if they can't perform consistently?
0: Well, that's why um, he's being replaced by a guy that they traded three pick, three first round yeah, picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimate. And I thought
2: it was ironic when the guy on commentary said, "Oh, yeah, this is you know they've they've brought Trey Lance in, and this is exactly why Cal Shanahan wants Trey Lance because it's so much he can do so much more running his offense this way. When he's running his offense that way, and got his quarterback injured within a week and a half, so maybe you need to adjust how you're running your offense if that's what you keep running your quarterbacks into the ground.
0: There's been a lot of flack aimed at Shanahan's direction for this injury, particularly because the number of times that that Trey ran straight between the tackles and, you know, you're running into the, the jaws of the beast at that point and fine if you've managed to do some clever misdirection that means that, you know, there's a nice wide open gap there or your guy's on a, a, on a drop yeah, back was... and looks like he's going to throw the ball, which I think is what the Bills tend to do with Josh Allen when he's running between the tackles. Usually it's because everyone's spread out to try and cover and he's realized that there's 15 yards of, of clear grass it, was a, back, of it of that. was a half back
3: it was a halfback iso dive was it looked
0: like the play call it was an and he took the option and got two yards and then got clobbered
3: yeah it, I, I see i see what you're saying um about the blame there but that that's that's the you live by the sword you die by the sword if that's that's the type of Offense that you want to have. Um, well, you, I, want I, some you don't. Of that I don't stuff,
0: see. But you shouldn't be running it all the time because otherwise, defenses just go, well, brilliant. He's going to run out of the gut again and we'll be there ready, which is exactly what Seattle did. Mm. And I like Shanahan. I think he's a great play caller, but he's got to take some blame here for putting his quarterback in
1: that position. But even then, you could expect him to get hit, but I don't think you expect him his to get hit and then his foot ends up facing in the wrong direction. It's, that's just it's that's really bad luck.
0: Yeah, it's an unlucky hit, but you're not putting you're putting your quarterback near a 350 pound defensive lineman and linebackers who could fall on him rather than not. And you know, quarterbacks get injured getting sacked. It happens, right? You see ACLs go and broken bones and all that kind of stuff when someone gets sacked. It, it's just part of the game, and I think there's an element of this that. We are all very excited to see what he could do. There's Niners fans and you're less than five quarters into the season having waited a year and he's gone for the rest of the year. And I think that's part of the frustration on this. And he could have potentially played that way for the whole season and got some dings and stuff, but nothing serious.
3: I think we could save ourselves some time this season by weaving in chats from last year at the same stage (laughs) going through the season of what we think about where the Niners are and Jimmy and what's the future with Trey Lance because we won't know um it's just it's I
0: don't don't think anything other than Jimmy is a free agent at the end of this year and he'll be gone and Trey will be the starter and we won't have the same backup situation next year so Shanahan has to work out how he can play that way but keep Trey mostly out of harm's way because that's not the first big hit he's taken this season. There have been multiple where I've watched it and gone, you know, you're holding a breath waiting for him to get back up. Well, this
3: is if yeah, if if he turns out not to be durable enough then that that might be the case. You might have to use him differently and find out that he's not good enough well, to be a pocket passer. Who, who was knows?
0: RG3's but... uh, offensive coordinator when he got all those injuries. This is what worries me about Shanahan with the well, You'd think yeah. he'd learn from that situation. Okay. Um did we answer the question? I'm not sure we
3: answered either question or any we, question. We had, ever asked. we had a go. I think
0: you lot you lot gave some answers and I gave a different answer because I'm biased. Um, <laughs> good. Um That's, yeah. that sounds like us. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo's the best quarterback in the NFL. There we go. Jimmy Garoppolo's <laughs> the best quarterback in San Francisco at the moment, or at least the best upright one. <laughs> that
3: that Oh, I mean, it's Bethard not around anymore, is he? So no, you're probably right.
2: <laughs> I know where Bethard is. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, week three. Let's do some. Washington. Adam, I do have one more fun thing, which is uh, the Browns. Just to just to go back here, because I know I know that Craig talked for however many minutes about the Jets, but won't have mentioned the Browns at all. Um, so you weren't listening when I played our chat where. <laughs> Um, I went I off thought... to get whiskey, mate <laughs> you, could, you could see me, I know we can't see you But you can see us um, He
2: fetched it twice
0: uh, Did he talk about the fact that the uh, The Browns were the first team since 2001 to blow a lead Despite a 13 point advantage With under 2 minutes left to play uh, We didn't mention that specifically First time in 20 years Guess who the last team to do it was The Cleveland Browns? Correct hey. <laughs> was tim couch the quarterback at the time i have i have no idea i just just saw that on espn and was amused
3: (laughs) um yeah we did we did touch on i don't know why i'm telling you you could listen to it right (laughs) one sentence previews for week three we will start on thursday night football with uh pittsburgh at cleveland
1: A battle of two average best sides on Thursday Night Football. The Steelers will stand a chance if they can stop the Browns' rushing attack.
3: New Orleans at Carolina.
0: This should be a bounce-back game for the Saints, but they need Jameis to get back to the more steady version of himself that we've seen since his move to the Saints.
3: Houston at Chicago. Hardly the game of the week, but a difficult one to call all the same. If the Bears can keep the run established like last week, you'd have to back them in this one. Kansas City at Indianapolis.
2: Cheer up Colstans. you might have an easier time this week. Oh, oh no.
3: <laughs> Guess where Nance and Romo are. Um, Buffalo at Miami.
0: Buffalo thought they'd have it easy after the downfall of the evil empire, but Tua could turn this one into another shootout if he can reproduce last weekend's form. Detroit at Minnesota
1: offensively the lions look like more than a match for anyone right now it's just a shame that their defense can't really stop anyone Vikings slight favorite defense yeah Vikings slight favorites (laughs) to score just a few more
2: points (laughs)
3: baltimore at new england i'm telling you the pats are winning nine games this year but
2: this might not be one of them cincinnati at new york jets Two weeks ago the outcome of this game seemed obvious, but with the Bengals seemingly regressing to the mean, who the fuck knows anymore? <laughs> True. Philadelphia at Washington.
1: Fully expect Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown et al to have far too much for the Commanders.
3: Las Vegas at Tennessee.
0: Is this already a must-win game for both teams? Probably not, but a win would go a long way to revive the fortunes for whichever team takes this one.
3: Jacksonville at LA Chargers. Science of life in jacksonville but this is surely too stiff a test for them at this stage expect them to remain top of the division though even if they're one and two la rams at arizona
2: this could be a sneaky really good one thank god it's in arizona atlanta at seattle
1: week three and it's already two teams that neutrals just don't give a shit about
3: (laughs) Green Bay at Tampa Bay.
0: For some reason, this is getting plenty of media hype, but the Bucks should absolutely hump Green Bay in the battle of the aging quarterbacks.
3: Disagree on that. All this work, which is nothing. San Francisco at Denver. Russell Wilson versus Jimmy G. We all thought we were done with this, didn't we? (laughs) And finally, Dallas at New York Giants.
2: Fire up the dumpsters! (laughs) The Giants are 2-0, I'll have you know. I I remain unconvinced.
0: <laughs> they're the worst I mean, no, they TNO team.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: funny, isn't it? How they're, they're, there's there's always that that team that ends up like three and o, four and o, that nobody takes remotely seriously. Um The I Giants. Mean, say are bar is
2: looking um, incredible, and I didn't expect that. But the rest of
3: it, yeah, eh. I mean, yeah. I just I just Daniel Jones, isn't it? Regardless of what's. I mean, I, I think they. Which I think we touched on last week, they've got a really good new head coach. And if they can build the right roster, which they'll need time to do, um, there's there's a future there. And it's, yeah, it's just not now, despite the, the worst,
0: 2 and The worst thing they can do is to win lots of games this season and miss yeah, out on yeah, the uh, right. lottery yeah. of many quarterbacks that apparently are coming in from the college.
1: <laughs> so this, this 2 and 0 starts exactly what they need. <laughs> All right.
3: Time for Steve Rains anytime touchdown corner. Um went well last week, didn't it? Um I don't think well no, the the Jets guy, Wilson, he scored, but I think may have been the only one. Um we're uh, gonna go back. Oh, sorry Pat. Did you get one? I
2: mean, false. Johan Dobson scored. Mark oh, okay. Drake London scored. We went three and two and one that wasn't placed. So I
3: mean, I'll level with you. As soon as it as soon as it wasn't coming in, I, I didn't care. Um <laughs> Which was on Thursday night football. We've got a sticker. We've got a mover. We've got to avoid Thursday night football. We've got to stop doing that. So, back to basics. Tight ends. Um, Rich, kick us off.
0: He's a tight end, Taysom Hill.
3: Oh, <laughs> if we win and Taysom Hill's responsible, I don't. I don't think it sits right. But <laughs> you know, it's your call. Um, Pat.
2: He has the most targets of any tight end so far this season, and he's playing against the team who's conceded the most points. It's Tyler Higby. Uh,
3: yeah, the Rams against the Cardinals. Um, I am going to go for Robert Tonyan in the Bay Bowl uh, for for Green Bay, um, or Tongan, as I said in the in the group <laughs> chat. Twice um, I don't after Chris Olive Tongan.
2: last week as well. <laughs>
3: I need to start typing the names more. Um, Russ came up with a pick in his absence of Logan Thomas for the commanders who are playing the Eagles. Uh, Mark, who are you going for?
1: Well, as no one's picked him yet, I figure someone may as well go for Travis Kelsey. So I'll, I'll have him more by far the most receiving yards out of all of the Chiefs receivers. So, yeah, he'll do.
3: And Craig... I mean, it's just, he's, he's not put anything on the WhatsApp, surprisingly. Um, he, he's happy to talk about exist. the Jets for 13 What's minutes. Happened, Craig, do you
1: need a hug or something?
3: Where oh. are you, mate? He's busy writing quizzes or something.
0: Or... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Leave that when I hear it.
0: Um, Craig's going to go for Mark Andrews. Um, Which seems like a good idea. Somebody had to pick him.
2: Yeah, someone yeah. should.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Now that he's no longer a default option randomly throughout the weeks. They should be. We need to bring yeah, we need to bring that back. Um,
3: so Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, Logan Thomas, Robert Tonyan, Tyler Higby, and Taysom Hill. That sounds much more likely to win this week. It's happening.
0: Any don't other business? Well, don't blame us if you bet on it.
3: Oh definitely <laughs> don't take any betting advice from us or any advice.
2: Yeah, Uh, any other business? Uh, Patrick? I came out of Sainsbury's tonight to two of the brilliantest pieces of irony I've seen in a long time. I walked out following someone wearing an Ickney old PE department uh, tracksuit top um, with big writing on the back, carrying a load of shopping in their arms. And they dropped a bag or something and someone in front of me picked it up and gave it back to them. And as I walked past the side of this interaction i saw a box of brew dog four boxes of donuts and three bags of cookies which for a for a pe teacher was just a beautiful show of healthy eating (laughs) i carried on around the corner past where lloyd's pharmacist has just closed up to find the two women who work there just having a flag in the chat outside it's like that's just what you want from your pharmacist isn't it chain smoking there for work
3: (laughs) yes perfect um PE teacher is just exactly what I'd expect. I don't know, pharmacists. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh
1: Mark, any other business? Uh two quick ones for me, if I may. Uh, first may. of all, just finish first of all, just finished watching the second season of The Capture. Um, if anyone has seen that. Really, really decent BBC drama, all to do with Um, like image manipulation and cctv really good um and also just wanted to mark um the passing of one of my favorite not just like rugby commentators but sports commentators that i've ever had um was shocked to see i think it got kind of missed a little bit in all the queen dying um paraphernalia that went on but eddie butler died a few days ago and um Loved listening to him, loved the voiceovers that he did. He did a lot of stuff with the NFL UK coverage, um, with his kind of poetic monologues, and um, just one of those voices of sport that I've grown up with and love listening to. So it was really shocked and sad to hear that he'd passed away. So rest in peace, Eddie Butler.
3: Yeah, indeed. He, also, I've, well, it's not irony, that's completely the wrong use of the word. He did a, quite a bit of stuff on the Royals, um, and like sort of yeah some of the 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 stuff that i've seen about the queen and the royal family this week before his his death was announced literally the by him i don't know when he did them uh, but it might maybe stuff done before she died i'm not sure um but yeah just just that that certain twang to the voice
1: yeah it's just perfect like, like yeah. a proper as gary lenicker said on match of the day an an absolute welsh poet and um yeah we will be i'm I was really shocked because it's just like those voices that you listen to and you just like could say anything to you while you're watching a sports game just immediately enhances the experience of whatever it is you're watching Um, and just like at 65 it's no age at all and he had so many years left still to to give and yeah really sad
0: Yeah that's a lost art, the ability to enhance and make you think twice about what you're seeing
3: Yeah yeah, far too many far too many broadcasters don't do that um, and just like the sound of their own voice or say something that doesn't add anything to what's already on your screen. Yeah, he, not one of those. Uh, Rich, any other business?
0: Yeah, uh, I didn't really have one, but then Mark started talking about recommendations and I do have one of those, which is a series called Upload on Amazon Prime, which I wasn't really sure about it to start with, but it, it gained a bit of speed. How do you get now... the
3: episodes onto your device?
0: Was streaming, <laughs> so I you're such I a guess. Prick, <laughs> I guess you would download them. Thank you for spoiling that. Carry on. <laughs> um Yeah, let's, you can let's,
1: tell by Adam's face; he's not impressed
0: at all. <laughs> <laughs> not impressed. Such an unimpressed face. <laughs> Do you think he's just he's not actually frozen? It's just how he's looked since the Titans lost. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Ac- accurate,
1: actually, he's fine. He just hasn't moved for the last hour.
0: We might have to tweet that out once the episode's gone up, just so that everyone else can see what we've been seeing.
1: <laughs> that's
0: my
3: build, my inner, I was gonna say, inner Bill Belichick, inner Mike Brable, to be honest. Um, but, but
0: with... that's it, that was that's all I've got. It's okay. a great little series. Um People who made Parks and Rec making it. So Oh
3: that's that, the only that, reason I got into it. That's, that's does sound good in that in that case. Um, I've <laughs> randomly I'd never seen it before. Watched, been watching spooks from the start. It's inexplicable that I'd days. never seen it. So um, good. Uh, but for twenty years of people telling me that it was one of those things, they're all an iPlayer. I could just go in there. I've been watching those with Emma about a season and a half in. It's brilliant. But you all known that for
0: twenty years. <laughs> I've, I've never. Cut, watched cutting either. edge as
1: always Adam. <laughs> cutting <laughs> edge as always.
0: It's yeah. that and that and the Wire are the two that I keep getting told I need to watch.
1: Oh,
4: oh you do know, I tried the Wire. And couldn't.
1: Oh, brilliant! <laughs> Fantastic program. <laughs>
3: There's no point saying it, is there? <laughs> Just, either get round to doing it or don't. Um, I will. I will end. Uh, well, I went to Spurs on Saturday, first time this season they were playing Leicester and took my son and his friend, um, as as it turned out, um, someone someone dropped out ill at the, the last minute. It's just the, the three of us. Um, really, really good day, great atmosphere. But I wanted to mention just a moment in the game that is what fandom should be about. And I think sort of people can lose sight of this. Um, and Son Hume Min, who had, I don't suppose the majority of people will care, uh, but he'd, he'd been in sort of a, a goal drought. Um, I don't think anybody at the club or anybody who knew anything actually doubted his ability, uh, but there'd been just stuff swirling around and he's very much a sort of confidence player who feeds on this sort of stuff. And he's, when he's playing well, he's got a big grin on his face. And when he's not, he he doesn't. And he, he hasn't, you haven't seen that grin for a while. But he, he scored in what you call a garbage time goal. And the game was already won. He ended up being a garbage time hat-trick off the bench.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, but his first goal, you um, knew that he needed it. And 60,000 people in a stadium knew that he needed it. They knew that he needed the lift it would give him. And boy, did the roof come off like in a just heartwarming way that where you feel you've made a difference as fans just by recognizing what the player needed you've supported your player you've supported your team in a constructive way and he you know it was appreciated and you know it made a difference like going back to sport during covid and all that sort of stuff it just that yeah it just shows the difference that, that that stuff makes and it was just a magical moment of being there that you couldn't, you couldn't tell necessarily from the TV, you could have an inkling, um, but it was just magnificent, and if you're not a Spurs fan or a Son fan you won't care, but there you go
2: oh, I think to be Life fair sport. for a neutral fan it's impossible not to like Son, I could see how you could do it as an Arsenal fan, but he seems a very likeable player from a neutral perspective
1: I'm just pleased he's recovered from the assault that Scott McTominay did on him a year ago because he was, like, judging by his reaction, he had died. So um, I'm pleased he's managed to recover from that.
3: Good for him. I mean, you've, you've nailed the point of all of my sentiment here perfectly, Mark. So thanks for that. Your face, that you're, entire you're thing, um, put me <laughs> off to the point where I was just more determined to go through with it. So thanks for that.
0: <laughs> um,
1: oh, yeah. Whoopie do. Good for him.
0: Yeah, Man United fans are cunts, aren't they? <laughs> this one is. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: right, should we get out of here? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, what do we do? Bye. See you next week. All that jazz. Bye. Goodbye.
4: Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.
1: Do 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 do. That's not how our theme tune goes. How <laughs> <That> was <certainly. laughs> do that? Did I go? Do
0: countdown there for a second.
4: That's it. It's that's
2: that's what
3: I'm trying to do. It's Joe Montana's Spart Stock Football.